Talking Sex Live is recorded in front of a live audience. This show is for mature listeners only. Hello, you're Talking Sex Live with Chet and Diane. I'm Diane. And I am Chet, and we are unlicensed sex therapists here to share our knowledge about sex education, educate the world about not only sex education, but also relationship and sexual health. We're also joined by our guest expert tonight. It is Peter. How are you doing tonight, Peter? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Chet and Diane. Yeah, it's As been always, a while. I'm just mm-hmm. honored to be here. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one, uh, I was, uh, well, you, last show. I'm, yeah. I'm, I've been pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even had time to try to fill in my, my toy collection, mm-hmm. as you can see from uh, my bare shelves, because um, Valentine's Day just took it out of me oh yeah well you're polyamorous so you must have had a lot of dates uh Mm -hmm. oh my god that's why you weren't on the show the last time you were like you told us you were going to be like it was going to be a three or four day event for yeah no it's when you're when you're in the polyamory world and especially like if you're if you've got a lot of relationships Mm -hmm. uh valentine's day is like I don't know. It's like uh, Dragon Con and Comic Con, and you know, like it's like it's a it's a big thing. The whole event, Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, and it gets really complicated because everybody has, you know, most of your partners have other partners of theirs as well. Like uh, Mm -hmm. one of one of uh, one of my partners is uh, professionally a project manager, and so like she put together this whole thing. I think she used like Monday.com or something to put together like this whole schedule because, you know, there's crisscross between some of the, some of the, the, the partners have partners within the group. Some have mm-hmm. partners outside the group. And so like we had this complex schedule drawn up for who was meeting with whom, when, mm-hmm. like you know, a lot, there was a lot of uh, triple quadruple dating. We'd oh, sometimes wow. like rent out like multiple tables in the same restaurant so that, you, you know, you know, you, you sit with with a partner for for a period of time, but it's like you, a speed, speed dating. dating. Yeah, you just like go Almost around. In a sense, like, but like, like we try rotate. to take it more seriously <laughs> okay. than that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we want to have committed time with one another. But yeah. like yeah, it was a few days. So like we we went to, you know, we went we did a we did Perch, which is this amazing um, mm-hmm. rooftop French restaurant in downtown LA. Oh yeah, uh, I heard like, of that. We, we took over like five or six tables of that, mm-hmm. which is hard at this time. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it's hard to do that. Like you, you book those things months ahead of time oh, wow. for, for stuff like ours. Uh, we did this this nice little place in Studio City called uh, Firefly. Oh yeah, I've uh, heard of Firefly. Yeah, that yeah. was really nice. This little spot called the Little Door. Like we kept, you know, and you know, it's, and then you know, if you want to get frank, because again, of course, that's what we do. Like you know, I am physically exhausted because there's a lot of sex. Oh yeah, well, yeah. why why not yeah. just have a huge orgy? I guess not everybody is in. Like, not everyone's not- into the orgy. Got yeah. It. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh-huh. a few of us like there definitely that was one way to save time was, you know, get the people who are are uh, more connected to one another mm-hmm. uh, together and do it together. But not everybody actually has a relationship with everyone. It's not like it's one relationship of yeah. 20 people. It's 20 relationships. And maybe there's like three or four combined ones mm-hmm. in there. But then you've got one person who's only seeing someone outside of the group or whatever. Wow. So you can't just do an orgy. So it's like string out, you know, you have the dinner, mm-hmm. you know, dinner and a movie, maybe the movie wow. again, you get a few people together. So a it's a larger group, group movie, and you yeah. buy the tickets together. You're so like, kinda... you know, and that gets complicated because you go to 
like the AMC in Burbank and it's like, okay, am I going to the AMC 16 or the oh, eight the, or the, the small five? One, like, yeah, or the yeah, one, one in the person mall. shows up yeah. to the wrong one. Oh, and then it's like, mm-hmm. you know, so like people get missed. And so then you have to have makeup uh, uh, movies oh, and yeah. makeup dinners with people. That sounds mall. really complicated. That is too much. We yeah. just, just orgying a pizza would yeah. be an yeah. ideal situation. We just right? had a, a, a night at the house. We, we mm-hmm. went in the hot tub and we cooked each other some dinner. We had some sushi. And nice. uh, we, I got Diane. Uh, a, I made you the sushi. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I got a tins uh, electrical pulsating. Uh, Ooh, those guys. Yeah. Uh, for, it's mainly for muscle pain, for for menstrual cramps and whatnot. Oh, sure. But yeah. also, uh, I, I, we were talking before the show, Peter. You, I didn't realize this. I wanted to give it a shot, but I wasn't mm-hmm. too sure how intense it was of actually putting the electrical pads. Uh, on my penis. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you done that before? Yeah, yeah. It can get pretty intense. Mm-hmm. You want to, you know, typically you want to buy units designed specifically for that, or at least, mm-hmm. or you can get ends that are designed for that purpose. Okay. Just throwing something that was designed for something else on there may not be good. I don't know. I haven't tried the ones that are not designed for that because that made me nervous. Yeah. It might output too much current, yeah, might not be the right shape or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's so a, it's really intense on the muscles yeah. there. But yeah, they have all sorts of uh, attachments, uh, uh, tens sounding devices, Ooh. tens anal plugs. Oh. Tens you, wow, you name it. Yeah. Stuff going yeah. into your anus. I don't so know about I, you know, that. But I've sure, tried a couple things, fun. mostly just like wrap around stuff or whatever. And it, it can get mm-hmm. uh, intense. Aha, intense. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, we'll we'll also talk about our what else we did, but uh, I we need to bring in Wells because Wells mm-hmm. is always here Ooh, with yes. us. How are you doing tonight, Wells? Hi, everyone. I'm well. Oh, I did yes. not have a date for Valentine's oh, no. Day. Yeah, you I, were stuck in the studio there. I was stuck in the studio. I have started dating someone, but according to the analytics that I've run, there's about an 86.4% chance that I will be breaking up with them. And within the next two weeks, about a 92.8% chance. Is it a coincidence that you pronounce that analytics? Because I think that that might potentially have something to do with the problem. A Freudian slip. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So why why do you think you're going to break up with this person there, Wells? Well, you know, I think there's a generational gap Um, because I like to text in words and she likes to text in acronyms and um, it just it's it's too much work to have to Google these acronyms constantly. Got it. Better than just emojis because that's even harder, I think. Or just it. That was the other thing. I had to learn some emojis. Mm, Gen Z, it's a whole thing. Yeah. We've gone mm-hmm. full circle to Egyptian hieroglyphs at yeah, this point. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I hate all the uh, DTF, and, and I like that one, but I, I hate the whole, <laughs> uh, what what else is there? The BRBs and the LOLs, and I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm BRB not, was our generation. I grew up with generation. that. Yeah, that was yeah. our generation. grew up we with a BRB, I guess so. to it. But I mean, like, the IMIG, NGL, if you know, if you know, you know. Mm, there's oh, yeah. so many of them it's too much for me man too i much. see why am i i can never remember what that means and i see it all the time yeah why am i i see i see Isn't... why am i oh, in I case you missed it oh. uh, yeah yeah and yeah. then i rem- i learn it and then the next time i see it again i can't remember what it was huh yeah I, I thought really you were talking about those jeans, the YMI jeans. Oh, yeah, yummy or whatever. <laughs> yummy yes. jeans, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, well, further about our Valentine's Day, we actually had uh, I, those clit suckers. I got Diane one of those. And uh, surprisingly, we never we never had one. I mean, all the sex toys we had, I was like, you know what? We don't have this one yet. And so I got Recommended one. Recommended by Dr. By Bex. Dr. Bex, yeah. yeah. So, and believe it or not, uh, I was just uh, didn't really want to head out to a sex store this year. So I just tried to find one online. And Walmart, of all places... So sold it, and it was a high quality sex nothing toy. Nothing too good for me. No, yeah, you Walmart. get nothing the best, but the Walmart. Uh, special lady. Yes, look at how deflated you are. I'm so special, but it was the same <laughs> one that was, you know, the different. Uh, God, now I feel like a cheap whore. Uh, well, one out of every six sex toys is sold at Walmart. It's crazy. They have a huge selection. It's yeah, yeah. It's there is an access problem for a lot of the country, a lot of rural areas. I uh, can't get to those higher end sex stores, so they just buy them at Walmart. It, it's crazy. Well, I was looking on Amazon, and it was very difficult because there's so many different like ad actual like companies that want to put yes. out their ads, and so it's nothing but those massagers that were like the high impact pulsating massagers. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I could find. And if you put vibrator or vibrating anything, and it's just all of that, just it clouds your feed. And mm-hmm. then it's stuff from China, and it's yeah. like. I couldn't find anything high quality on there. Yeah, no, you you do have to go to dedicated um, mm-hmm. dedicated stores to get anything good. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. going on Amazon, it's going to be the, 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 the cheap Chinese knockoffs. Yeah. And, like, you know, you can get a good time out of them, but it makes me nervous. Yeah, So, but you know what? Walmart mm-hmm. actually has the, the top brands that they sell in mm-hmm. actual other uh, stores. Uh, but I don't like Walmart, so I don't want to participate or shout yeah. them out or uh, promote them at all. But... Hey, you know what? If you're in a pinch and you don't want to go to a sex store and you don't want to pay $120 and rather pay $30 and you're like, well, why not? Let's give it a shot. I didn't even know Diane would like it. So I was like, well, we'll just give this one a shot and maybe we'll buy a higher end one. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it's doing the job. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like, no, she seems that, unconvinced. Now waiting that, for you to step up and buy something more expensive. Now that you told me you cut it at Walmart, it's not <laughs> that great. Changes the whole deal. Yeah. Um, so, I wanted to hear more about uh, about uh, Peter's night, his Valentine's Day, but. Uh, what's what's uh, the top event that you can say there, Peter? Before we move on to our first caller here. Oh, top event. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we did we did manage to go to Six Flags mm-hmm. uh, as a group, and we managed to all get on the roller coaster together at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't one of those naked roller coaster deals because mm. Six Flags definitely does not accept that. No. But it was uh, it was the entire group of us, and we got one of those nice uh, uh, photos of us going down the, the coaster. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was that was probably the the highlight for us. Uh, kind of getting the loop-de-loop you can look down and see your oh, you yeah. know ev- everyone you've had mm-hmm. sex with the, yeah. the entire weekend just in one crowded uh roller coaster wow. car and, which one so, was that which one were you on the x2 uh, or tatsu no that was uh riddler's revenge oh the riddler's the, revenge. Yeah. i actually really yes. like riddler's revenge because you're standing up there it's yeah. fun you're standing yeah, up and that loop is really just dramatic i so, can't yeah. imagine being naked on that because that little banana seat goes right in your taint there yes <laughs> really your balls would just be flopping out there yeah yeah Yeah. um wells do we have a caller coming in at all we do Mm -hmm. this is charlotte Mm -hmm. um and i'll really say leaning into this is that she did something very drastic to be on a television show Mm -hmm. and it didn't quite work out okay charlotte 
You are Talking Sex Live with... Chet and Diane. I am Chet. I'm Diane. And uh, so, what's going on, Charlotte? Hi. <laughs> um, I'm pregnant. Oh, my oh. goodness. Okay. Congratulations. Um, congrats. Yeah. yeah. Is this a wanted pregnancy? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, oh. I'm so sorry. Uh, it, it's going to be okay. You're going to find that when, you know, the baby comes, it's going to be, uh, you know, the joy of oh your God, life. It's gonna think... baby. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, so, all right. uh, so you're saying you are, you're, you're, you're pregnant and it was obviously unwanted. Uh, do you want to talk about so, no, why? I mean, yeah, I wanted a baby originally. My uh-huh. friend's Amanda, she got pregnant. And she got on that show, 16 and Pregnant, and she said, if I did it, i get, like, $5,000. So oh. I was like, cool. Okay. So I did it, and I, I the audition. Have you heard of this thing called an audition? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> usually when you're an actor, you go out on auditions. Uh, can, can I ask, Charlotte, how old are you? I'm 15. Oh, God. Okay. Oh. I'm sorry. It's early for yes. the show. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> early, but, you know, we want to help you out. It seems like you're in a, a little bit of a pickle there. So you right. you wanted to join, get on the show, and they wouldn't cast you, and you didn't have... The... They said I was boring. Oh, okay. Well, you don't sound boring. You sound mm-hmm. very interesting to me. Uh do you, is your parents supportive of this? Do they, are they helping out um, at all? Well, I don't know. I haven't actually told my mom mm. yet. Oh, okay. So how did you go to the audition then? Uh, usually you need like parental consent if you're under 18 to audition for any type of entertainment industry production. Their signature, I told them I was 18. Oh, well, oh okay. so 16 and pregnant. 16 and pregnant and you're uh, 18. Uh, that, that that may be a factor in why they considered you boring because oh. you didn't fit the interest of the show itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, 18 and pregnant oh. is definitely not what the show is about. It could be. That mm-hmm. 18 and pregnant is honestly oh, pretty God. normal. Yeah. Usually with also with <sighs> a lot of time with the entertainment industry is an 18-year-old who looks younger will often... Uh, be cast and then they'll play someone younger but in your case it's the the opposite uh or they didn't cast you even though you said you were 18 mm-hmm. um i am i'm so sorry to hear this mm-hmm. uh is is the boyfriend or i'm assuming it's just a boyfriend and not a husband yet uh is is he involved with this at all or well i told him but he said there was no way and now he's not talking to me such a jerk Mm. Oh, so you're saying he he just do you still go to school is he at school do you ever yeah, see him okay yeah. what's He's he saying there's no way team. about no way that it's his no way you're pregnant there's no way it's his oh well. and, and what is his logic there oh, so you you've only had He's sex with each other no. well we did that one time Oh wow! Okay. There hasn't been anybody else. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cut, dry, and clear there that it's it's yeah. his. So, I mean, you can take <laughs> DNA tests and whatnot. Uh, I don't know how that works with teenagers. Of course, have you ever tried? Have you tried confronting his parents? Maybe like, have you? Do you know his parents at all? Have you met them? Yeah, they don't like me. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't think they would admit it either. Mm-hmm. But. 
I don't know. How do I get rid of this baby and get no. out of Utah? Oh, Utah. Oh. Okay. Um, well, uh, I don't exactly... Uh, Peter might know more about this with uh, abortions of minors. I have no idea how <gasps> it works. I, if you're not into that, that's fine. Then you know what? You should have the baby if that's what you believe. I, I but Or give it up. Or give it up for adoption. Mm-hmm. That's always mm-hmm. a viable option. Um, when I was in high school, I had a friend who was pregnant, uh, not by me, but just a friend who got pregnant by somebody else. And she uh, she found parents who were looking to adopt, and they shared the journey with her. And it was beautiful. Like, they... She, oh, wow. They were in yeah. touch with her while she was pregnant, and they would, they pretty much, they, they weren't able to conceive themselves, and so they were, you know, they, they basically played it out like it was their pregnancy, this couple, mm. and even though she was, she was in a similar situation, she was, uh, I think, 16 or 17, and it, she, you know, she birthed the baby and gave it up for adoption, and then it was, uh, everything turned out fine, you mm-hmm. can go that route, and you'll That's be. That's what my uh, uncle did as well. But your uncle gave birth wow. to a baby? Or? No, no, his girlfriend at the time, they were teenagers, they oh. gave their son up for adoption, and then he later found them as adults. Oh, wow. And now they're all like, oh, A good, wow. good family. I, yeah. I would say uh, there are there are locations of Planned Parenthood throughout uh, Utah. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't matter in what... Where in Utah? Yeah, there yeah, are Planned really? Parenthoods in Utah. There's Planned Parenthood of, of uh, Association of Utah is a thing, and there mm-hmm. are Planned Parenthoods in... Uh, Salt Lake City, Orem. Um, Probably not Provo. Uh, but Wells, can you pick that Ogden, up? Ogden, uh, West Valley City, uh, South Jordan. Like there, there are a decent number of them. No, I don't see one in Provo, which does yeah. not surprise Provo's, me. You know, very yeah. Mormon, but yeah. yeah. But point point being, and and keep in mind, as much as uh, as much as Planned Parenthood is talked about on uh, in certain circles as being all about abortions, that is, not, is not their purpose at all. Mm-hmm. That is an option that they make available to people if it fits their needs it is not their primary purpose their primary mm-hmm. purpose is to help people through exactly this sort of situation and whatever that ends up being if they if they mm-hmm. need to adopt if they decide they want to actually have a child and need help with everything that goes into that mm-hmm. you know all of the ways that that you know they cover everything in in health and safety when it comes to reproductive health yeah and um, it's... for and for from women and for men actually so yeah They'll probably set you up with it's called being a surrogate. You probably probably have a surrogate program where you can connect with a couple who's looking for a baby uh, for somebody who's willing to or who 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 needs or wants to give up their baby. And so I mean, it's Planned Parenthood. You're planning out your parenthood, and so mm-hmm. adoption uh, is a big one. Abortion is one of those options, but it's not the best option for everybody. So it's something that you have to, it, it, but it is on the table if it's something that you need to consider. It's No, no one should pressure you in mm-hmm. any direction, whether mm-hmm. it is to get an abortion or to not get an abortion. You have to make the decision that's right for you. Mm-hmm. And so you get a, a proper professional to come in and, and talk to you and help you understand what your options are and what they mean to you then you as as the, the the person carrying this child get to make an informed decision for yourself and for what's right for you in the future of your body your uh your health and that of the the potential child as well so are your parents okay. conservative do they want uh are they yeah, would they get mormons. really upset or you're mormons oh, okay yeah. all right that's a uh, yeah 
Are you trying to do this all on your own without having them own. know? And, yeah. yeah well, do you have I like mean, an I aunt? Don't. Yeah, that's uh, well, um, somebody supportive that can help like, you other than them. So they're they're going to be able to see. How about you mm -hmm. just start? I don't know. I mean, because what's you? It's called being an apostate or your ex, not excommunicated, but is that I something? Get terminology. Wait, I think it's apostate. You think they're going to see like. Am I gonna get fat? Mm-hmm. Well, well not fat. Term, oh, you yeah, you'll get very large. So yeah. you're gonna get very large. So you're not gonna get fat. I mean, you might. You'll gain some actual fat, but yeah, it's so. not. It's gonna be a baby. You'll be carrying all the support material and yeah. everything, and the baby itself. It's mostly so, water know, weight. Yeah. It's mostly water. But yeah, it it will be become visible at mm -hmm. some point if you choose to carry forward with the, the pregnancy yeah only yeah. around five months so yeah guys, start to show. all i wanted to do was become famous oh so you wanted to be there pregnant so that easier ways to way. do that yes yeah. yes uh i mean you I can try TikTok. Tic is great. i was just about to say mm -hmm. TikTok. so TikTok, yeah. or uh you could get on twitch like we are because you know how famous chet and diane are uh, for all the podcast viewers, I know, I watch us on Twitch. Oh, thank you! Oh, thank you. I'm you. glad that you watch. Mm -hmm. So, because we're we're we are streaming live right now to Twitch and to Caffeine. Uh, we didn't mention that at the top of the show, but uh, so you can try that route. Uh, but it's mainly I don't know ASMR is yeah. big. Uh, Maybe get through this problem first. Yeah, it's a big yeah. one. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. one yeah. thing at a time. Well, do you guys want a baby? Mm. Maybe, yeah. We might, Maybe. yeah. Diane, yeah. yeah. we would say it is part of our uh, plan of eventually we want to have children. But I mean, Diane doesn't know if she wants to carry a child or not, so it's something that we would consider. But I don't know about right now, though. Mm. Yeah, what are we? Yeah, you're Man, you're on a time crunch with that decision. You. Sorry, what was that, Charlotte? I said I just bet that chat would never leave you if you got pregnant oh no never i would be super excited if she was pregnant even though i mean we we do this we're, we're kind of like this mega couple that's known to have a whole lot of sex and to do this show uh but you know if we would just work with it and we would adapt and we would have a baby and we would love it and we would uh you know it changes your life and we would be prepared for it so Sorry. Yeah. Well, you guys have been really sweet. I have to figure out what I'm going to do besides murder my baby. Oh, definitely don't mm -hmm. murder. Yeah. Do not yeah. become a Casey yeah. Anthony. Yeah, that's... Yeah, no, and keep in mind, I mean, at this stage, know. it is not a baby. Yeah, it's, it's a that, fetus. That is a very different definition, and, and understand mm -hmm. that scientifically. And mm -hmm. again, no one can force you to do okay. anything you don't want to, so yeah. that's not me trying to talk you in anything, but I yeah. want to make sure you... You get educated on the proper ways to describe where you are in this stage. And it's it's not a baby yet. It, it could become one. You could also miscarry. I mean, mm -hmm. there's there are so many situations that don't lead to an end result of but, you having a baby. But you that's why you oh. need professional help to understand where you are. And if you want a healthy baby, you need help to achieve that as well. So get help. Mm -hmm. Okay, because the elders say abortion is murder. Oh, I mean, a lot of religions do say yeah. that. The elders say a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, so. They do. They also they do. say They're really smart old white men. <laughs> that is certainly what they say, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Charlotte, I hope that we actually uh, pointed you in the right direction. You have a lot of options. I, I wouldn't. It's not your life's not over. You have, uh, in some ways, it's just beginning. So, 
Uh, hopefully you can stay positive about all this and stay safe, my friend. Okay. <laughs> it's Bye. okay. You're going to be okay. So uh, I did want to shout out that uh, our, our friends, Heath and Gretchen, just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole con- uh, from uh, Heath and Down Under. Yeah, a little really baby cute. Jack. And mm-hmm. like they had a good one. Looks exactly like Heath. It's great. Uh, so they they their latest podcast episode they just uh they talked about the whole birthing experience and talked about queensland healthcare and the mm-hmm. pregnancy and stuff and check mm-hmm. it out there they uh they did a good job um but so we uh what's uh what are some statistics about uh pregnancy child uh sorry underage pregnancy. pregnancies yeah well, uh, as the old joke goes, teen pregnancy peaked in 1991, just like Kirstie Alley. Mm-hmm. Um, teen pregnancy rates have declined steadily since then. That's an old and, joke. What's the uh, joke? I never, I didn't even hear it. What did you say? Uh, you I know, heard the joke. I, I that old that Irish before. joke about Kirstie Alley and teen pregnancy rates. Yeah, I, I don't, That's I don't wrong. get it. Is it from Cheers or why is it Irish? Yeah. It's from Cheers? She peaked, so she was at her top, and then she went down, just like teen pregnancy, which peaked in 1991. Got it. Okay. So Jokes are so much better when they're explained. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Every year, teen pregnancy in the U.S. has gone down. Um, Now it's at about 17.4 per 1,000 females. The places with the highest teen pregnancy rates, District of Columbia, Arkansas, and Mississippi. Interestingly enough, all five countries with the highest teen pregnancy rates are in Africa. Oh, wow. Mm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always about education. Yeah. Always comes down to education, Mm -hmm. which explains some of the states on that list Mm -hmm. and unfortunately explains some of the countries as well, which is what. And that's what we're we're here to do. It's not only sex education; is talking about how to actually have sex and to let you know, like no means no, safe sex, Mm -hmm. best Mm -hmm. forms of contraception, and just normalizing actual the the topic. It's not taboo. Mm -hmm. It's we're sexual beings. We should all be aware of that and express our feelings and let and it's it's okay to feel certain ways just as long as everything is uh, safe sane and consensual and you're not uh you're not putting anybody in, in, in any type of uncomfortable uh situations mm-hmm. or anything so it's just try to normalize the whole sexual topic sexual energy within this country and then you'll, you'll find that people don't want to have sex as much it's it's more of like people want to do what they're told that they can't do and if you start to normalize it people and and people start to get educated about it then they're they're not going to try to go out and and just experiment because they already know about it they don't need to experiment and they know like what the consequences are and the repercussions or they can experiment safely exactly safely to have safe sex and and not have to worry about uh getting pregnant and Mm -hmm. getting stds or getting in a situation that you don't want to be in so accurate information is so important because you'll hear a lot of education programs especially the abstinence-based ones really focus heavily on trying to to play up um the uh, lack c- claimed lack of uh, efficacy of birth control. You know mm-hmm. they'll indicate how such and such methods only seventy five percent effective, or only this effective, or only that effective. 
to try to scare uh, kids into not having sex because even the protection isn't enough. Um, but what ends up uh, happening as a result is they still have sex and they skip the protection completely because they've been educated to believe that the protection isn't enough. So mm. why bother? It's uh, not going to work anyway. So why not? Mm -hmm. Why bother even using it? Uh, hmm. Instead of them focusing on the important part, which is if you're going to have sex, 75% effective is much better than 0% effective. And also, like, even those lower numbers, like the 70s, are only if you don't do it properly. If you're educated and you use the method properly, there most methods are in the 90s, high, high 90s. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. So, I, well, did we have a caller, but then it dropped off? Yeah. That I was interesting. We did. Um, I thought Douglas was going to be on the line. He Interesting. has a question about flirting. Interesting. Uh, well, scared him off. Yeah, we scared him off. Uh, hold oh, on. we have we have him in the waiting room. Okay, go ahead and let him in. Go ahead. Uh, hello. You're talking sex live with Chet and Hi. Diane. Hi. Hi. Is this Douglas? Yes. Yes, it is I. Hi, Douglas. Uh, so y you have a question about flirting? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I don't really know how to do it. Oh, well, oh. You know okay. what I mean? So, yeah. do you yeah. want to explain a little bit more? Like, uh, what's what's the situations that you're currently in, and how you you how you don't ha want to f how know how to flirt, or are you, have you been dating, or have you what's what's your situation right now? Are you going to bars to meet girls? Or are you just online or in workplaces or what's going on with you? Uh, well, I was doing the online thing for a while and I was getting a little you know, frustrated with it because I felt like there's uh, it's really hard to get a sense of someone's personality, obviously, just by looking at a profile. Mm -hmm. like often, I feel like there are a lot of people who... Um, you know, you, you get to a date with them and then you realize, oh, if I'd met you in person, I probably wouldn't have asked you out because there's no, there's yeah, nothing, yeah, there's yeah. There's no connection or something. Right? It's hard to get and, that. Uh, and I, and I, and to be frank, I quickly realized that I could not afford to keep playing. Uh, Dates are expensive. Uh, the, the roulette wheel mm -hmm. because each, you know, each, I, like I was saying, a friend of mine said like, oh, you know, I just went out. I'm like, you know. 20 dates and met a whole bunch of different guys. That was so fun. And I was like, well, 20 dates is like two to $4,000. Yeah, it's a lot of money. You're <laughs> dropping like, like 80 I bucks a pop. It's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, that's, you know, so you have to be a little more selective. So I kind of felt like, oh, maybe in person is the is the way. Because you have a better sense of what the person's like. Yeah, their essence. Give a little more information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so where are you trying to do this? Where are you trying to meet people in person? Well, I mean, in general, I feel like you just kind of like look for opportunities in your life, mm -hmm. right? Oh, right. Like wherever yes, you yes. are, you kind of, you know. Like yeah. That's the kind of thing. It's like, it's like if you, if you have a good conversational mood that you establish when you talk to people, how, how would you recommend is the best way to flirt without making it weird or making mm -hmm. it too forward or making it gross? Like, yeah, you can always keep the conversation light and just, you know, smile at them or compliment them on something that you like about them. Yeah, but make sure that the compliments doesn't make you, if if they're not interested, yeah. not make you uncomfortable, make them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So you, you wouldn't just be like talking about, 
you know, theater or sports and then be all of a sudden, hey, your cleavage looks great or something. No, like, don't yeah, compliment definitely. the boobs or Yeah, ass. or you I would... shouldn't do that. No, you shouldn't. No. So oh, okay. what, what well, are some... Here's, here's... Go ahead. I mean, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Most of that stuff I feel like is part of my normal conversational style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, it's almost as though, it's almost like if um, if somebody's walking by and you and each person you shake them you shake their hand and you say good job great job uh-huh. uh, great job um you know uh how how do you distinguish yourself beyond that you know what i mean maybe what i'm saying is perhaps my normal personality would qualify would qualify as flirtatious because it it encourages some sort of connection but then um but then yeah how do you distinguish distinguish people that you really like more than you like everyone else yeah so you just have a con i I like just to have a conversation and just be yourself and if if things are jiving then don't try to force it just let it naturally occur you know if if they're really into you and really enjoying your conversation and then you can go ahead and say like hey i'm having a great time i really like you make me laugh uh Mm. compliment something Mm -hmm. uh like Mm. You know, you or just something like, oh, you look great in that top or something. Just not something too specific to make the girl creeped out or just like, uh, I, I like I like your laugh. Something like that. Just mm. nothing that's, you know, it's it's weird. We live in the society where we work really hard for other people to to notice you. But then if if anybody was like, you can't say anything to somebody like because yeah. you get creeped out about it so it's just like <laughs> yeah. if if yeah. somebody's like hey i think you have pretty eyes i mean to if somebody said that to me i'd be like well thank you mm-hmm. but like just it depends on who it's coming what from a man said that to you um i, I would think i'm flattered <laughs> thank you uh <laughs> be, but like it's, it's and it often depends on the setting and yeah, yeah. whether it's expected. There's so many factors to why people react poorly to compliments mm-hmm. because the compliments are often um, sexual when no mm-hmm. one was expecting sex to be involved. Yeah. Or there's all sorts of implications that come behind it that um, make people uncomfortable and they're not mm-hmm. necessarily unreasonable mm-hmm. to, to do so. And, and you know, a lot of people miss that there's additional nuance and background to why someone reacts poorly to, you know, you hear these stories of like, you know, he got fired for just saying hello to her. It's like, well, you left out the part where he's been harassing her for months and he was told not to even speak to her. And then he walked past her in the hallway and said hello yeah. and winked. Yeah. And it's like, but you just want to say he got fired for saying hello. It was like, there's there's mm-hmm. usually more context. Yeah. It's well, like... here's, here's, the, here's the problem I have too. It's like the... It's like there are two, two things that, that are happening. Obviously, we all want to be considerate and we all don't want to be uh, garbage people, right? Mm-hmm. But right. then at the same time, it's like we all do our, we are all trying to kind of pair up and connect and possibly build something with each other, which means that someone has to signify that they are interested. And here's the question, how do I do that? Yeah. This is very tough statistically as well, because the University of Kansas did a study and only 22% of women were able to identify when a man was flirting with them. And only 38% of men were able to identify it. 
So mm. it's just a hard thing to identify overall. Yeah, mm. believe it or not, I, I don't, I can't tell when people are flirting with me and I, I have a hard time flirting with women as well. I am just somebody when I just talk like I'm a normal person, but mm -hmm. as soon as it's a, it's a slow, it's a slow build for me. Like it's, it's a slow, like Diane and I, we, we hung out several times before we first actually started, you know, getting more sexual. We were in the same theater uh, that we would go to and I saw her at the bar and we chatted for a while and then I mm -hmm. we came together later and we chatted some more and then she came over and came together later came together later but not not that come day. together not yeah. that day we yeah. actually yeah we, we didn't have sex until what like the fourth or fifth time that we uh, we met up something like something that. like that it's just a it's more of just feeling it out it's it is difficult. There's everybody's different too. There are some people that male and female that just, you know, want to get it on right away, but you can't What was that? Is that a fart? It sounded like somebody ripped one. No? All right. So Okay. Obviously that wasn't something that uh <laughs> I don't recommend doing don't, that. Don't, <laughs> definitely not, don't. Not, well, not in the courtship process. Yeah. You, you, I don't think that's going to get uh, females to really like you if Anyone. you go ahead and rip wait, one Wait, out. wait, wait. Wait, so I, I shouldn't fart? Or no, I should? not in the no, beginning. Not, not in the first. Well, um, Diane, not, the, not what, the, the, first. the third time, that, no, the second time, the third time when you spent the night, we oh, didn't have sex. A little, yeah. you, she farted on me. And I, we, we've told oh, the story several times, but in, and I was like, you know what? She's the one, she's a keeper. Yeah. But, uh, usually if you're a female and you're, and you're with her for the first time, you just rip a big one. I don't think, I don't recommend that. I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> they would cut her right away. In fact, this one didn't start farting and burping until quite a bit into yeah. this relationship. Yeah, we, now it's just like, you know what? I mean, I've told this story. I got a hernia from holding in my farts. So yeah. it's, we just, oh, we're just all uh -huh. natural. Don't recommend that later on. Yeah. So, but. Uh, yeah, I, like painful. most parts of this, the answer is to get to know the person mm -hmm. and what, what they're comfortable with. Um, mm -hmm. And that includes both the farting and the, uh, the, the courtship process. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I, th I think you need to, I think one thing that is undervalued is being direct. Um, it gets around the problem that was discussed of uh, not people not picking up on flirting cues. It also gets around the fact that, you know, if the person's not interested and you're both being way too subtle about it, you may lose, miss that fact as well. Yeah, so I've, I've have... missed that with some females, yeah. just like we were both like interested, but we weren't, nobody was engaging and it just never happened. But yeah. and then I look back and they're like, you know what, I could have like, that could have been a thing, but mm -hmm. We, yep. nobody, we were both hesitant and it just didn't go anywhere. So just be direct and people respect mm -hmm. that generally speaking. And if she's not someone who does, well, then maybe mm -hmm. that wasn't a good setup anyway, but just if you're direct and say, Hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, you know, first of all, make sure you actually know the person and like them for more than the fact that they look hot. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's a common, a classic mistake is everyone is like, I saw a person, they were attractive to me. I must date them. 
it's not enough. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. I know some people have great stories off of that. So maybe um, computer you know, has a, a lot a of dates. starting point. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've had, but it's a I, good starting I point to, hey, I want to talk to this person, but then at, once you've talked to them, see if there's more there and build off of that and then be direct and say, Hey, would you like to go for a drink sometime, mm -hmm. dinner, whatever, something that's very clearly a direct connection overture. And then that gives that person mm -hmm the opportunity to say no and then you, you're done and that's it also here's a, be confident. Here's a hypothetical here, here's a hypothetical i'm at an art opening mm -hmm. uh in mm -hmm. echo park uh, i walk in the room um while i'm there i notice um a woman who's talking to a couple of other people and mm -hmm. our groups join and we're now in a big group conversation of six or seven people uh, mixed males or females right um now i'm being polite and uh, trying to be an active listener and engaging with everyone around me. How do I make clear that I'm interested in one woman over the other people that are there without creeping her out because she doesn't know who I am? Got I it. don't know her. I'm starting this conversation, mm -hmm. but I'm also not trying to be like, hi, I'll be your friend. And you can, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like, how does one flirt in yeah. the wild so you you go up you kind of you just work your way over to her and you stand next to her and like <laughs> not like creepily just <laughs> across from like nice. better but yeah. yeah just just walk just be close to her so you can hear her and listen to her conversation mm -hmm. and then you know pick up on some cues and if there's anything that you guys connect on uh then you kind of interact and be like start start saying things that she might be interested in based off of what she's saying and then try to start a, start up a conversation if there's nothing there if she doesn't start talking to you then that's it you move mm -hmm. on uh you don't continue I, to pursue her that's mm -hmm. just how it is should i fart you shouldn't Definitely fart not. yeah no, no, i mean if it's, a, if it's that stage no yeah if it's if it's I mean, super if, loud yeah then uh, maybe I mean, you could get away with it, but yeah. it's not going to attract anybody. Um, After she walks uh, away, uh, you can fart. Yeah. Uh, and otherwise, uh, okay. just uh, yeah, ask her questions about herself. Yeah, exactly. Ask her questions mm -hmm. about her. Don't make it all about you. But don't make obviously. it so much like an interview, yeah. though. That kind of can oh, scare sure. people yeah. away if you like keep on asking questions about Show them. Show interest. Show interest in things and then build off of what they say. Kind of yeah. yes and her, you know? Like say, oh, I like that too. Here's something else that's interesting. What else? Mm -hmm. What about you? That sort of thing. It's kind of a building conversation, building blocks, laying one piece on top of another. Yeah. There, don't need to overcomplicate yeah. it, and also don't don't give a shit either when you're yeah doing that. Don't Women be attached to that. Can smell desperation. Just be confident mm -hmm. and and act like uh, that. You know, you're you're there to have fun. You're not there to try and get laid. You're not there to mm. to pick up on anybody. You're just there, you're, you're enjoying life and if uh, somebody happens to click with you and you you know ask her out on a date then then that's great if not and you're you're still enjoying life and you just got to keep that mantra going on there that inner monologue going in your head there so yeah it sounds like trying to uh like trying to catch a catch like a firefly but you can only see it out of the corner of your eye and if you look directly at it you miss it Sure. All right. Yeah, Interesting. That'll yeah. work. Yeah, that's a good mm -hmm. analogy. Uh, yeah, but you know, it, people meet in the strangest places, and mm -hmm. it's it's all about just trying to just discover that and 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 embrace life. You know, you only live once, but mm -hmm. it, also you don't want to make yourself 
uncomfortable and others and you don't you know you have to make sure that everything is you know safe safe and consensual like we've always said and so mm-hmm. but doug i hope we've helped you out steered you in the right direction please call us back we would love to have you back on and we want to know how it's going and if you need any follow-up advice we would love to give it to you thank you thank you so much gentlemen and ladies thank you, mm-hmm. thank you so much doug have a good night good night uh wells how often uh what's your approach you you do a lot of online dating do you ever go as kind of natural when you're out in a group of people and you actually try to meet with people what's your approach there you were a little quiet sure yeah but that is a little bit trickier um it's like one thing that they said in the study uh, they compared it to lying we usually assume that most people are telling the truth so when someone's lying a lot, it takes us a while to figure that out. Mm. In the mm. same way, when people talk to us, we assume most people aren't flirting with us. So if someone actually is, it's hard for us to detect that mm-hmm. unless we're in a specific situation, like at a bar where that's to be expected. Huh. So in online dating, if I'm talking to someone on an app, it's very much expected that I'll flirt with them. So it's much more obvious. Yeah, that's like well, that's what you're there for is to flirt. Right. So it's like you have context. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. Huh. So do we have another caller coming in at all? Or we do. Mm-hmm. This is Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, she is having an issue with a sexual fetish, where uh, she's only able to orgasm if she herself is crying. Ah. Hmm. Hello, Becky. You're talking to uh, Chet and Diane. They're talking sex live. This is Becky. Hi, how are you? Oh, We're wow. Good. That is a Hi. very confident mm-hmm. voice. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Becky? I'm great. Thank you so much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. No problem. Uh, so, Becky, so you, if I get this right, you can only orgasm if you are crying. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. Okay, so hmm. the... I've never actually heard of this. There is a fetish that's called decrophilia, where you can only orgasm if somebody else is crying. So you basically, you get off on watching other people or your partner cry, but I've never heard of only you crying to have to orgasm. So, I I mean, fetishes are... Are very. I don't want to say they're strange or odd, but they're linked to your psyche. They're linked to events that happened at some point in time that shape our sexuality, and they're normal. They're perfectly fine. Uh, is this something that you're finding a problem about? Is it is it affecting your well, love life or? I think the problem is is that you know when I'm by myself it's great. You know, mm-hmm. all I have to think is like, um, you know, the fact that my dad doesn't love me or oh, the God. Fact that watch a sad movie, never, maybe some, like yeah, a I never sad event in my um, career. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, you know, I can cry and then it's like right away I, I can orgasm. But when wow. I'm with a partner, you know, it's, yeah. I'm just finding it really hard to find creative ways to get them to make me cry. Yeah. Without yeah. having to ask that's awkward it is also like it's you it's a it's a buzz kill it's a boner kill just to see your partner cry while you're having sex you you automatically feel like you did something wrong or Mm -hmm. like you're you're hurting them or something and that's like instant uh i think the 
when I lost my virginity after I had sex with my partner, uh, she started crying just because she realized she wanted to save her virginity until marriage. And that mm -hmm. was a very heart gutting yeah. type of experience. So I, I can only imagine any time you have sex with a man to see a, a woman cry and have that what that feels like for them. Um, I have you tried to chat with your partners beforehand and just say, you know what, I have this fetish that I can only come if I cry. And I, I can guarantee that will open up a door for, for they'll not feel as bad. Uh, have you tried that at all? You know, I've with long term partners when I felt comfortable enough to kind mm -hmm. of bring it up. Um, I have, but it it never seems to go very well. Like mm. they'll they'll kind of they'll kind of seem like they're okay with it, but then as we actually get into it, they feel really uncomfortable with it, mm. and and so I sort of almost feel the pressure to sort of pretend like I've you know fake an orgasm just because it gets so weird that yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I feel um, like it's, but it, it's yeah. it is all about like the because uh, I mean, a guy. Uh, you know, when you see a woman cry, you feel like you violated them and you feel that you you upset them, at least if 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 you're not like a sociopath, you know, <laughs> like it, it, when you have sex with them and you see a woman cry, you're just like, I did something or like somehow this wasn't consensual and I, and I ruined yeah. everything like and like it's this whole it's 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 the worst feeling like this like this like what did i what happened so i i feel like that's yeah. what these guys are, are are thinking about um have you i i mean how often does this happen that the guy just stops talking to you or yeah and i think the problem is is that you know with longer term relationships it's something i can sort of i feel more comfortable discussing it but you know if if it's something that's you know, just a hookup or something casual. It's it's really it's really hard to bring up. Yeah. And I don't want to have that's going to like fetishize me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that sort of somebody that gets off on on you know my particular issue here. So it's well, just. I was going to point out that um, Chet yeah. inadvertently mentioned the a potential solution for this early on. I mean, mm -hmm. again. There's a lot more to a relationship than just this, but uh, mm -hmm. there is a known fetish. Uh, Chet, you gave the name of it. I don't have it memorized. It's a decrophilia. Yeah, where, mm -hmm. where people get off on someone else crying. Um, and yeah. there are, are fetish uh, communities, like, uh, like FetLife, uh, mm -hmm. dating sites for people who have fetishes, where you could potentially track down people who have this kink in mm -hmm. a, or fetish, and they themselves honestly might be very self-conscious about the, the kink because generally yeah. speaking, they're going to be judged very heavily for it themselves. Mm -hmm. So you might find some mm -hmm. people who it's very delicate for them, which is good because honestly, probably if you go into this and someone's like, yeah, I love making people cry, it might not be the best relationship partner. No. But if yeah. you have someone who's like, yeah, uh, I can't open up about this people, but like that, that for some reason that does something for me. And then on your side, you're like, yeah, for some reason I can only, I can only orgasm when I cry. You might have a foundation there for at least a sexual outlet. If not, potentially you might luck out. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. I it's interesting. I, I, I never really thought of it like on my end as a fetish. So that's really 
illuminating. It's literal, yeah. Yeah. That, it, yeah. The word fetish, unlike kink, which is just more of a, what's a turn on. I mean, fetish is literally mm-hmm. you can't orgasm without X. Mm-hmm. So people with a literal foot fetish need to be looking at or playing or with the foot in order to orgasm at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's not merely I like feet. That's just a kink. So this is this sounds for you like a literal fetish. It's and, a fetish. You know, you have to take that yeah. seriously. And so, like, I think that's a great solution. Having seeking out who has, I mean, it's literally the opposite yeah. of decrophilia. And it's your Mr. So Glass. You you would find like your your yin to your yang, the exact opposite, yeah. and so <laughs> that your partner would orgasm from watching you cry, and you could freely cry. An orgasm, yeah. and it—I really think that would be super beautiful. Talk uh, about symbiotic relationship. Exactly. I, yeah. I think you would yeah. benefit greatly off of that. Um, It's—it's it's called Fet Life, right? What's the what's the website there, Fet Peter? Life, yeah. Fet Life. Yeah. F E T L I F E. Yeah. It's yeah. It's—it's it's like OK Cupid or the others, except specifically, it's—it's it's for kink and mm-hmm. fetish. You know, and people can treat it however they want. It can be just for hookups. It can be to actually build relationships with people. You know, it just it's a way to meet people who share your uh, your kink. Yeah. Oh. Have you? Uh, is that something that you feel like you're willing to do there? No. Yeah. I mean, that's it's so fascinating. I never even I've never even thought of that. But yeah, I would definitely be up for trying that. I mean, I don't know how it would work. Like, as far as like what they might do to sort of induce that in me or if just knowing that it was okay to cry. Yeah. So would, would you yeah, feel that, so. I mean, you, you don't, I, I, I mean, it's up to you if you, if you feel comfortable that you want to like BDSM, like you want to actually feel pain to cry or is it more something that you No, it's more of an emotional, it's like all it's, emotional. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what about like degradation? It is that if somebody was to tell you things, like if a partner was to degrade you and say things to you that made you cry, is that something that you would be willing to do? I mean, it's. Yeah, I think that probably aligns more with with sort of uh, how things work for me. It's definitely more of an emotional degradation. Got it. So they yeah. would they would have to say like things, certain topics or things that trigger you to start to cry so i am sure you can find some people on fat life there there's definitely people out there uh it's you know in germany they have a big fetish life out there where you can hook up with people who are into the same thing with things here that I never want to say a fetish is is weird or or, or crazy or insane. You don't want to use those words because mm-hmm. as long as everything's safe, sane, and consensual, then it's it, that's what you feel and that's how you get off. It's okay. There's you shouldn't be ashamed of it. You should be proud of it, yeah. and that's how that's what your life is. That's what makes you happy. And we're all sexual beings. We need to be happy. We need to feel the sexual experiences that are that are in our bodies, you know? And honestly, a lot of sexuality is just a societal construct. It's Mm -hmm. what we've all decided uh, as a group we think is uh, quote unquote normal or Mm -hmm. typical behavior. There is no normal. Yeah. A bunch of this stuff is like, it's, it's not the biological necessity. It's so anything outside of that is what we've tacked onto it as, as what works for us in that case. Yeah. 
it's different things for different people. And, you know, you know how many people there are who just hate oral sex, either giving it or receiving it. And to most people, that's a very normal part of sexuality. And so, mm -hmm. you know, everything, everything is in degrees mm -hmm. and it's a spectrum of what, mm -hmm. what people may or may not be into or, or feel. But yeah. as long as, again, yeah. as long as nobody is being hurt unconsensually, uh, who cares? It figure yeah. it out and enjoy it. We have more oral sex than we have penetrative sex. That's just we we love to, you know, put our mouth on each other's genitals. That's just how we work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, I hope we've helped you out. I I, I felt like we went um, a mile in a minute with you, and I really I, I felt like we came to a very good conclusion, and there, we pointed you in the right direction. Do you feel that way? Yes, definitely. I I mean it's. I can't even can't even describe how freeing it is to even think of it in that way. It's almost like a, a light switch was turned on. So I really appreciate it. Perfect. Thank you so much for calling in and have a very nice night. Please stay safe out there and Thank you. You too. All right. Have a good night. Good night. Yeah. Bye. Wow, that mm. that was I, I that's fulfilling for me. Yeah, yeah that we actually yeah. had a good uh, yeah. set of, of uh, nice. conclusion mm -hmm. there. So just like to to have that whole thing click. I hope she really finds somebody that is uh, that has the exact opposite kink of hers, and that's actual yeah. that she good clicks with. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went all around the sexual gambit gamut here um with with all these topics uh i don't know what what type of common theme would you think was tonight there peter oh gosh yeah it's um, a tough one but yeah i really point i felt we pointed uh was it douglas in the right direction there just uh finding your path <laughs> yeah it really yeah, was being true to yourself yeah. exactly mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's uh that is it a fetish if my penis requires stimulation in order for me to orgasm, uh, I, think I think that's so. just normal biology. Because nope. that's, that's that's the only way that I can have. Yeah, yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah, that's just a penis. Standard. Yeah, pretty me. standard. That's just penis. a dick. Yeah, just yeah. getting I mean, jerked. Does to... that fall with fetish? Since I have no. to have that. No, no. no that's. No, I, I think so. that's just yeah. biology. Everybody needs to have. Well, I, I'm sure there's some men who can orgasm and come without having to touch your penis. Oh, there are people who can orgasm by thought alone. Yeah. Mm. Can orgasm by nipple stimulation. Yeah. Um, there's anal there's stimulation. There's all sorts of extremes. Again, it's, it's yeah. Un, yeah. Of course. I mean, prostate play mm. is very common, and that that can do it so there's plenty of ways for men and and women or you know people with uh, any set of genitalia to orgasm without the typical uh stimulation of it mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah but it's 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 much more difficult <laughs> and probably most people can't do it or would require a lot of training yeah yeah, well, we went all around the spectrum here, folks. Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening to podcasts, I really appreciate a good review for whatever platform you're listening on. If you are watching YouTube, give us a like. If you are watching Twitch or Caffeine, give us a follow. We're going to end it there. Thank you so much, Peter and Wells, for joining in on us. Diane and I, we're going to have a lot of hot sex right now, but we're going to go ahead and end the night. Please stay safe, sane, and consensual. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.